What is going on, crafters? Welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast, (laughs) Dig Straight Down, with me, your host, Rebel JC. And if you're just tuning in for the first time and you're like, this isn't my favorite podcast, I've just tuned in for the first time. I don't know what this is. Well, (laughs) let me let me tell you what this is all about. This is a podcast that is all about Minecraft updates. Whether those are updates that are actually coming to the game that we can expect to happen, such as Minecraft 1.21, or things that we are just making up for uh, theoretical updates, speculations on what could happen in Minecraft's future, and uh, things like wish lists, like what do we want to come to Minecraft one day. Uh, That's what this podcast is all about, and if either of those things are interesting to you, you're in the right place, and I think you will enjoy what we have to talk about So I just want to invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the show as we open up with the Q&A segment. A few episodes ago, I asked you guys what kind of loot would make you happy to tackle a very dangerous and difficult structure in Minecraft. Loot is always the incentive, isn't it, to go and explore for new structures in Minecraft and the like. Um, what What is in it for me? Is this just for the experience killing the mobs, having fun, or am I going to get something at the end? And getting something at the end is something that I think is important for Minecraft. You put in the work, you need a reward, and hopefully it is a good reward. So I wanted to see what you guys thought would be a good reward for a difficult structure to rate. Minecraft was my idea said, to be completely honest, the Bastion is overpowered. It, is, it has too much loot, such as netherite, netherite upgrades, and enchanted books. But the best loot that I always want are, di- are armor trims. You can sell them in servers for a lot of diamonds or just use them as a nice aesthetic. I would be willing to tackle any structure for those rare collectibles. Now, there's somebody who really doesn't value netherite as much as most people do, but they want that rare collectible item. And those are actually really, really good loot, in my opinion. Those rare collectibles, such as armor trims, such as banner patterns, music discs. I want to see more of those come to the game. But uh, balance it out so that obviously we're seeing more variety, but they still remain rare. Something that you can't uh, just find any old place. The Legender says enchanted golden apples 100% and with lots of maxed enchant books because I hate trading with librarians. Enchanted golden apples, definitely one of the rarer things in the game. Uh, and max enchant books, also very, very good loot items there. Silver Vortex says, honestly, I'd stay a trident, some gold and iron ingots and potions. Not only are they really good stuff, but it's definitely worth dying for, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, a trident, a good trident, uh, iron, gold, ingots, potions, uh, they are worth, you know, dying for. <laughs> James says, blueprints or molds used to make a special gear in a new structure. I'd add the ancient forge. Ooh, that sounds quite interesting. Super Chicken says, nether wart is the only thing between me and potions, and my portal is super far away from a fortress. So being able to get nether wart without having to go to a fortress would be interesting. Cheesy says, a new enchantment for helmets that reduces damage from falling anvils and dripstone. It could be called absorbing and have four levels, each level reducing damage by 20%. 20% sounds pretty steep, but that would be quite a great enchantment. Miles says, Totem of Undying. It would make nether expeditions way more relaxed and easy. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mushroom Monstrosity says a mob tamer. It would make any undead or passive mob fight for you for 10 seconds. And then they would go back to normal. And while they are tamed, they can't be attacked. That would be crazy. Brennan says unique items. I'm always looking for unique loot in new structures. Uh, yeah, unique items, definitely things that you can't find in other places. I think that those are worth seeking out. Torben says cool weapons. We need new weapons or good enchantments. You know what? It just occurred to me that a good loot item would be the new wind charges. Um, I know we can get quite a handful of them from the breezes, but if you're on a single player server, um, they might not be as easy to uh, farm. So maybe if we could find some of those as loot, that would be really cool. Donkey Kong says, I would feel happy to raid any structure if it had armor trims or totems of undying and maybe a few diamonds. Totems of undying, again, that is a great loot item. And finally, Miles says, unique items like the Elytra are, in the late game, the only incentive to loot structures. For example, who has ever bothered touching jungle temples? The loot is bad and the structure's boring. Yeah, and jungle temples, usually, they're not something that you find right away in the game. So I feel like jungle temples need to be improved by having better um, loot and even just a simple something as simple as a music disc, you know, would make Jungle Temples a little bit more interesting in that way. Well, thank you so much, guys, for sharing your opinions and thoughts. And if you want yours to be read out on an upcoming episode, you can go to this episode on Spotify and leave a, uh, a comment there on the Q&A post, or you can hop on over to the Discord and do it there. And I encourage you to do that because, guys, the Discord the link to the Discord is in the description of this episode. It is up and running and waiting for you to join and have some great conversations with people who are already there talking about Minecraft, talking about the podcast, collaborating on ideas for the Q&A segment, and even for the One Block Challenge. And guys, uh, that brings us to the main discussion of this episode because it is Friday. We're going to talk about the winners of the One Block Challenge. If you don't know what the One Block Challenge is, this is a weekly challenge that I give to the listeners of the podcast where I basically say, hey, here is a theme. Now, make up a block for Minecraft around this theme. Now, that's why it's called the One Block Challenge. It's not an item challenge. It's not a, a mob challenge. This is a block challenge, a one block challenge. So it's amazing to see all the creativity just pour in from the audience every time one of these challenges goes out. And uh, this one was no uh, exception at all. So we're going to go ahead and get into it, guys. If your idea did not make it to the final cut and did not make it to the top three positions, um, don't worry about it. You can go ahead and get started on the next week's challenge, which I will announce the theme of after I talk about the winners. So let's start here with third place. And in third place, we have Minecraft was my idea. And they write, hey, Rebel JC, here's my idea for the one block challenge, the Aurora Generator. 
I have an idea for a new weather type in the game, the Aurora Borealis. It would be found in cold biomes like tundras and frozen oceans. You could, if you could get close to the Aurora, it will drop Aurora dust, which you can put in the Aurora generator to power it. When the Aurora generator is powered, it will create a stunning mimic of the Aurora several blocks in the air. If you click the generator, it will open an interface. In the interface, there will be sliders for the changing of the colors in the aurora, changing the light level of the aurora, or changing the amount of stars and particles that are in the aurora. You can also change the size and height of the aurora. You could use this aurora for an, a stupendous decoration that that emits the exact amount of particles and colors you want. Minecraft was my idea, fell from a high place while trying to collect Aurora dust. P.S. The generator's mimic Aurora does not drop Aurora dust. Hope you like my idea. I do like your idea. It is very interesting. So the Aurora Borealis in real life is just is mesmerizing. I don't know if you've seen videos of it or even seen it in real life, but it is an incredible phenomenon that has something to do with solar wind and the electromagnetic uh, force field around the earth. Um, the interaction between the two causes this very beautiful uh, greenish blue uh, sort of wavy glow, almost like streamers in the air. And it's so beautiful to see that. Usually it only happens up in the uh, northern, most northern parts of the world. Even in the southern parts of the world, I believe around Antarctica, you can see this happen. Um, but it is a very beautiful thing. And having something like this in Minecraft, I think would be would just be amazing. I would love to see this happen. And it, it could even be like, um, sort of have the same thing as the dragon's breath. Uh, so the dragon's breath, you can obviously collect that in bottles by uh, right-clicking the particle effect with bottles. And this could be a, a way that you could harvest the aurora if you're able to fly up there with your elytra or somehow climb up to the level of the aurora, right-click it on it with bottles and collect aurora dust in the bottles. That would be really, really cool. Maybe this could even be applied to fireworks so that um, fireworks, you can give them aurora dust and give them certain kinds of effects. But I also like the idea of replicating um, weather effects using certain special blocks like this aurora generator. What if this was just a weather generator and you could put input certain things into this generator and it uh, 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 has maybe you can make it rain in certain areas. If it's not on the rain, if, if rain is not happening already, you can make it rain whenever you want to. Not that anyone would want to do this, but it would be cool to have the option. So what if this generator was just a general weather generator? I think that this would be a excellent idea. So thank you so much for this idea. Minecraft was my idea and congratulations on coming in third place. Moving on to second place, we have Levi, and Levi writes, Hey Rebel, I found a new use for glow ink sacks that you could share on the podcast. My idea is glow ink sacks could be used to increase the light level of a block. Glowstone, dirt, even diamond. To increase the light level of a block, just right-click a block with a glow ink sack, and it will increase the light level by one. You can increase the light level up to three. With normal ink sacks, you can decrease the light level, and with light-giving blocks like glowstone, you can, you can basically turn them off. 
That's my idea. I hope you like it. Levi fell off a cliff after making everything too bright. <laughs> well, that's an interesting idea. I love the uh, idea of increasing or decreasing the light level with glow ink sacs and regular ink sacs, especially the idea of decreasing the light level. Sometimes that would be really cool. And if you wanted to use the glow, let's for instance, the glowstone block uh, just for its texture, but you didn't want it to have a light level emitting out of it, just use the ink sac on it and uh, dim it all the way down. It would be really, really uh, make it make these uh, glowing blocks a little bit more versatile in that way. And of course, having uh, glow ink sacs being able to increase the light level of blocks you apply it to would also be very good. I think that this should be sort of bottlenecked a little bit so that you can only apply it to certain kinds of blocks, not just every block uh, in the game, just to make it so that it's not too overpowered and you still have to use actual light sources in the game. But anyway, this is a great idea and uh, congratulations on coming in second place. And finally, for the first place, we have Energy Turtle. And Energy Turtle writes, Hey Rebel JC, Energy Turtle here with an idea for a light block. It would be called the Converter. It would be crafted with two sunlight detectors, one redstone dust, and a redstone lamp. It would either give out light when it's dark, or if you right-click slash sneak it and click, it inverts the block. An inverted converter block would take light away from its surroundings. This could be useful if you're making an undead mob farm. Energy Turtle died, but doesn't know how, because it was too dark. Again, another great example of trying to think of a creative way to use the theme. Um, I love the idea of basically having a sponge for light. <laughs> um, so just as using the sponge in water soaks up all the water sources around it, using this in a place with light would just soak up all the light source around it. I love the idea of being able to have a sponge for light and I wonder how this would interact with a space where there are actually like light sources in it. Would this basically just negate the the light source that's already in a space? So say you have a room with a few torches in there and you place this down and it basically sucks all the light out of the room. What does it do with the torches? Do they just lose their light? Or do they somehow fight against each other and balance each other out? I don't know, but it sounds like a really cool idea. And so that's why I really like it. So congratulations, Energy Turtle, on coming in first place. All right, guys. Well, uh, that is the winners of this week's Wimbox Challenge. But next week's is coming up, and you can go ahead and get started on your ideas. Next week's theme is distance. So I want you to imagine a new block for Minecraft that has something to do with distance. Give me one idea per person, please. Um, or you can collaborate and team up, but one entry or one block per entry. Provide the name of the block, description of what it looks like, and how you would obtain it in Minecraft and any function that it has. Keep your description simple and to the point. The winners will be announced next Friday's episode and your deadline to submit your ideas is next Wednesday. So get on it. All right, guys, well, that'll bring us to the end of this episode. Send me your questions and thoughts and comments to digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. The music featured on this podcast was created by Miles Roxalot, and I've been your host, Rebel JC. Until next episode, everybody, keep digging straight down. I'll see you at Bedrock. <laughs>